Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. <laughs> I misremembered, Keyshawn said yes, I don't think that's my handwriting. Sorry, sir. <laughs> this is not my signature. <laughs> Does this look – I was thinking about that all day yesterday. Does this look like my signature? Why don't you tell me, Alan? That was one of the funniest things in the 30 for 30 SMU one. Yep. When the athletic director or president of the school, whatever he was, he right. looked over yeah, there. He was like – yeah, uh, this look like my signature. <laughs> <laughs> Just deny everything. Uh, we love to have those little courtroom moments, and that was certainly one yesterday. Uh, later in the show, as I think we did, we did. Did we convict? Do we no, have? No, no. Jay, Jay, do we have? Um, do we have a verdict on this? Did we convict? Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, the podcast. The came up with. I mean, I never, I never got Keyshawn. I never got firm evidence, but I feel like Evan made a valid case, guys. That this, this actually did occur. This did go down. Mm, yeah. I've asked for more time. Uh, I am, I am trying to <laughs> gather the, the evidence needed. There, <laughs> there is a smoking gun. Uh, here, there oh. is a a tape that we are looking for. Oh. Uh, and if we could find the tape, mm-hmm. then, then. No doubt there will be a conviction here. Okay, so court, no, you, but, it, but we first, are currently in recess. Court is in recess first, as we are gathering all, more uh, if, evidence. First of all, if you do happen to find a tape or, or anything for that matter, as we also would like to call the witness and Mr. Michael Irvin to the stand as well <laughs> Ooh, on yes. a Monday when he is in town, therefore he could, you know, chime in and speak about it himself. Now, now my my concern is is two things here. Um, I believe that the defendant um, may have had some uh, something to do with the evidence being destroyed. Oh so, God! So we, may, wow. we may have to address that oh, wow. in a further hearing. Okay. Uh, also, my defendant is not available for court on Monday, so bringing Michael Irvin to the stand would would. Not be a good day to do he that. He needs to be subpoenaed. Yes. Okay, I yeah. understand. All right. Evan, so. Evan, you did miss it in Allen. This is like the Rick James, Dave Chappelle skit where they asked him if he said it, and he's like, no, I didn't say it. And then when the show was over, they're like, did you say it? He's like, yeah, I said it. And you're like, wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, which one is it? We're yeah. not, now, you're getting sure. ready. He, See, that's why we can't have you in court because you're going to tell everything. He, he, he definitely <laughs> He definitely <laughs> Pulled you can't, we can't have you around, Jay. Man, you get to just snitch it. I didn't Come say on, that man. You said, you said it. You I'm just, just gave it away example. by talking about a damn skit. I was on number five. He definitely. Dude. See, I feel like that wasn't actually I'm, on the I record. Now, I don't believe that was it on, wasn't the on the record. It wasn't on the record. I don't know. I, I, I know now. That cannot whenever, be used. That's not permissible in court. That was not on the record. I won't be doing nothing around Jay, man. I can't. Number five. He gave it away. <laughs> there was nobody jotting down the facts, Key. This is off the record. Oh, so you're saying man. that he did what the guy in the Jinx on, on HBO did, Robert Durst, when he's he's being interviewed for the for the documentary, and he thinks his his recorder's off and it's on, and he's like, "Yeah, of course I killed all those people." <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I'm not talking about that. In right. any way, if you do anyway, but if you do have evidence of whatever the case is, we will go into the the chamber, and we will cut a deal so that the tapes are not released. Just, I know people. I'm just afraid just that the so evidence bad. has been destroyed. <laughs> okay, five. All right, let's go. Number five. <laughs> it, it might be. Well, it is Keyshawn J. Will and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn in for Max once again. And one thing we do have on the record is a quote, guys, from Giannis Atenacumpo. The Bucks win last night over Keys Lakers, 109-102, uh, but this is not really the story. The story is more 
uh, this uh, the cover story in GQ that that Jay Will's been kind of telling us about that this is coming. And Jay, uh, a very interesting quote that has become the money quote of this very long uh, profile on him. And he said this quote, and this is straight talk by right, Straight Talk Wireless. Me and my family choose to stay in this city that we love and is taking care of us for now. In two years, that might change. I'm being totally honest with you. I'm always honest. I love this city. I love this community. I want to help as much as possible. Jay, that, of course, is going to have everybody around the league paying attention to, wait, what does he mean by this? Two years, things could change. For now, why would he say all those things? What is this suggesting to you? So, Alan, I I got killed, Key, too. This is when Giannis signed his $250 million deal. I was on SportsCenter with Jay Harris, and he's like, you know, how big is this for the city of Milwaukee? I said, it's massive. But I do want to clarify, just because a player signs a four-year deal for that amount of money doesn't mean that he's committed to that city for the length of that deal. It's meant that he's committed to his bank account. He wants to secure that $250 million. But for me, this is a sign that Giannis is saying, hey, I'm still holding you guys, your feet to the fire, surrounding me with the right pieces to win a world championship. And if we can't keep doing this at this level, I might find somewhere else to do it. You know, I don't know why people would take you to task on a simple thing. They should already know that athletes in today's world don't stay with teams forever. In the moment that the boat starts to shake a little bit, they Mm -hmm. tend to get off of it, especially Mm -hmm. when they're financially secure. So it's not a surprise that he would feel a certain way. Now, like Jay says, maybe he wants to keep the attention on the front office so that when things start to break down, when there is no Drew Holiday or no Middleton, that they go out there and they make the proper adjustments and acquisitions to get players in that can help him continue at the NBA quest of winning another championship. And if not – then I have the this luxury to say, hey, I don't want to be here anymore. Mm-hmm. Or when the second deal or the third deal comes up, I don't even want to explore it. I want out. Well, I think once LeBron James left Cleveland, it opened the door. Like everybody, you look at that as anybody could go anywhere. Yeah, and you can and you can't mm-hmm. you can't take him to task for it. Now his agent did add a quote in this story to sort of try to take some of the sting off of this comment. And he just said, I don't think it's – I'm thinking about leaving the Bucks. I think he's genuinely like, okay, I've reached the pinnacle. The next challenge is let's repeat. But what happens if you do repeat? What's the next challenge? What's the next barrier? When you think about it from a basketball perspective, by the age of 26, this kid has accomplished everything. So sometimes you're trying to manufacture what those challenges are. So I, I think what the agent is trying to be careful of – is that it turns into, I want to leave Milwaukee the next two years. You're putting an expiration date now on your career <laughs> in, in Milwaukee, and he's trying to back off or walk back that statement. But I don't think you can. What's said is said, and now we'll see what he does over the next couple of years because here's the thing. Milwaukee won their championship this year. They're starting off the season very slow. Now they just get Chris Middleton back. They do win last night. Giannis looks great, 47 points. But what is their window? Are they a team that we could see winning multiple championships, one, two, three, whatever it is? Or was that sort of their Toronto Raptors kind of championship where they got it, but we don't expect to see more? No, I expect expect for them to be competitive uh, as long as Giannis is there. Uh, because competitive is one thing. Winning well, titles is another. Well, but you, it's hard to win a title when you got the Brooklyn Nets sitting there in your way 
the the Philadelphia 76ers are sitting your way. The Miami Heat and Pat Riley are not going to go away. They're going to continue to try and put that thing together there. Atlanta, obviously, is a young, emerging team. Okay? You got the Knicks. They're trying to figure out. They get Dame Lillard or whatever that – wherever that may go. And so you start to – but what about Steph Curry and the Warriors, who look like now? I mean, who who's going to beat them well, if they first, maintain first, what the, they've got? But the first thing, Jay, is to get out the East. <laughs> exactly, that's the first order of business. All right. Well, it's, Key, I was going to tell you with Alex Serratis, his agent. You know how this game works, Key. That's that's a little good cop, bad cop. Look, I'm going to say something a little out there. I'm going to need you to clean it up. But we're both on the same page about what we want. But as as far as the window, I'm with Key. Like, look. As long as Giannis is there, this team should compete for world championships. They get Drew Holiday back. He was injured for a little bit at the beginning of the season. Chris Middleton last night. We're actually going to see this team be complete. I'm not worried about them where they're seated right now. I think over a span of time, they're going to win games at a high clip when they're all healthy. Yeah, and and they finally, like I said, just getting Middleton back is a big difference for that team. And you know, you don't expect that they'll stay under 500 for long. All right, that was Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Just getting started. So. How about this one? There's a fan base actually rooting against their quarterback to succeed. At least that's what they're being accused of. Who, what, where? We'll tell you next. Keyshawn, J. Will, Max, ESPN Radio and Sirius XM. Channel 80. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. As we're watching some of the highlights or lowlights for Baker Mayfield. Don't. Don't. It's a fitting song right now for the Cleveland Browns. KJM, ESPN Radio, Alan Hahn in for Max. So, in Cleveland, of course, where at the start of the season, guys, would you say hype? A lot of hype about this team, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I think so, but deservingly yeah. so. Oh, they were a team on yes. paper. Who, who, like, who was it? Was it Swagoo who said they have the best roster in the league? Wasn't it him that said that? Who was it that said that, guys? I know one of our experts. Ryan I think Clark, it was Swagoo. Yeah. It was, it was Swagoo. Swagoo or, or RC. All right. One, one of them looked at that roster and said that is the best roster, both sides of the ball, in the league. And, and, I, and I would, to a degree, agree with that. They, they certainly are on par with having the best roster in the league. Okay, they're five and five right now. Now they've been banged up. They've injuries to key players, and yeah, of course, of Baker Mayfield being one of them, who's been banged up all season. And not only is he physically banged up, I mean he's getting he's getting criticized heavily from everyone, including apparently the Cleveland Browns fan base has been all over him as well. Decide maybe he's not the guy. Maybe it's time to move on from Baker. Well, as you would expect, 
we have a Sports Talk Radio rant that I know Keyshawn loves. This one is Tony Rizzo, ESPN 850 in Cleveland, who had it with Browns fans who want to move on from Baker. You happy? You happy? Are you Baker haters? Are you guys happy? Baker looks bad, and you want to jump down his throat. I'm a Browns fan! I'm a Browns fan! It's like you're rooting against our quarterback. Like you want him to fail. To prove what? What? You were right? Do you realize what happens if this kid isn't the right guy? We're going to suck again. It took you 20 years to find a guy to win 11 games. Now you don't think he can take you the rest of the way? Are you happy? I hope you're all happy. I hope you're happy. I know you're all ready to run him out of town, and that's fine. I don't know if he's the guy or not. I don't, and I'm starting to have real doubts about it, and it hurts. But I just can't believe the, the, I told you, I told you, I told you. Shut up. No one wants to hear I told you. You're not a Browns fan. Well, I told you. <laughs> and I'm not a Jeez. Browns fan. <laughs> I told him many times as I went on this show. I go on the show every yep. single week, and mm-hmm. I told him. I was like, man. He's like, everybody loves Baker around here. Key, you're crazy. I said, I don't live in Cleveland, but I can promise you everybody does not love Baker Mayfield. You got to – I get it. People think because he he has the great progressive commercials and he's funny in those and he led them to the playoffs last year. But the moment that it starts to unravel, they will turn on his ass so fast. It is unbelievable. Because they've been through so much pain. As a Jets fan, I can relate to all of this. <laughs> I can. I can, Jay. I mean, that the, I, 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 everything he said, you could just take Browns out and put Jets, and it's as if you're talking about the same team. I, I hear what you're saying, Alan. So what do you do if you're Andrew Barry? Do you sit back and you say, okay, can I get an Aaron Rodgers? Can I get a Deshaun Watson? Can I get a Derek Carr? But if none of those guys move, realistically, can you get Baker Mayfield at the number that you need him to be at? Because – I still think you can win a Super Bowl with Baker if you have the right pieces around Baker. He's just going to be a mid, mid-pack mid of the degree quarterback in the league. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you can win a Super Bowl with him. There's no question about it. If everybody stays healthy and every if everybody does, you know stays healthy and you got the money to bring other players in, and it's a lot that you have to do for you to be able to win a Super Bowl with a Baker Mayfield. The question is, is can Baker Mayfield himself win you a Super Bowl? And I would say no. But, but he is a quarterback with the right stuff around him. But you've got to pay him, Key, and that's that, where what I was going to say. Dicey. I was going to say, but because we're not talking about his first year, his second year, we're talking about his fifth year, his mm-hmm. sixth year, his seventh year. Mm-hmm. Now there's some decisions to be made by the front office and Andrew Barry and Kevin Stefanski and the owner. Do we want to invest top dollar in a guy that everything has to be perfect for us to be successful? Or if things break down, do we want to try to find a quarterback that if it's not perfect can still get it done, Mm -hmm. which is the likes of, uh, Aaron Rodgers or maybe a Russell Wilson or Derek Carr potentially or or a uh, if Deshaun Watson checks out and everything is fine do or do we find somebody else? Because one of the things that Rizzo was talking about is the quarterback position for the Cleveland Browns over a 20-year period has been a disaster. Right. 
but also the coaching staff in the front office organization over those 20 years has been a disaster. Equally bad. That's not the case with Andrew Barry and Kevin Stefanski and the ownership mm-hmm. now. They were bad. They've gone through owners and general managers. Now it's somewhat stabilized. You're looking at a different situation. So I wouldn't be, if it was me, skittish about possibly moving on from him if the numbers don't check out, if he wants more than what we're willing to pay him. His value on the market is much different than his value to his specific market mm-hmm. based on what they, how they're built and also the, the, the experience of the fact that they've waited so long to find somebody that at least was capable enough to be a playoff quarterback. But Maybe, though. Yeah, but again, Maybe. if you're paying him top dollar to not be your best player, He's not going to be like you need your running backs and, and others to to really take up the slack. That's the question. But what I understand for what Rizzo's doing here is it's that fear that you have. You are paralyzed as a fan base because you're afraid of if you let go of this, you might now wait another 20 years to find one. And so you hang on to it and you'd rather be mediocre. You'd rather be just good than be great because at least we're not terrible. <laughs> Man, you That's sound a like, real thing. You sound like a Jet fan. But though. it's true because yeah, I can relate to this. Coming from that yeah, place, but you exactly. But understand something that you also, though, if you stick with him, we're not in the you business could be of being stuck relevant. on a treadmill but that you have to be careful about. We're not about. in that the too. business of just being relevant. Though. Thank you. But that's we're my point. We're in the business of winning championships. We're not in the business of just saying, oh, well, we can make it to a wild card or, hey, that was nice. We got bounced in the second round. But at least that's we didn't not, suck. That's not the right. business. You're that we're giving in. me the intelligent front office perspective. I'm giving you the crazy fan. Well, and the crazy fan will be fine being on a treadmill of mediocrity because it's better than being an awful team but year after listen, year, a laughing stock. As stop. they like to say, I can't listen to the fans because I'll soon be sitting with them. <laughs> well, we're asking you on the Dr. Twi- Dr. Pepper Twitter feed, do you trust your team's head coach-quarterback combo that he can deliver, they can deliver a Super Bowl? Why? That's the question we want to know. Do you trust them, and why do you trust them? Be part of Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, too. Call us, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is heating up, and the fans are hyped. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. So it's pretty simple. Like, look at the Browns. Do they have the quarterback-head-coach combination that you trust can win a Super Bowl? That, that is the one we're talking about. Does it start with the head coach? Do you, does it start with the quarterback? That's what we need to know. So, one team over two decades of greatness at the quarterback spot, and they might be ready to have a similar run with yet another guy. And we'll talk about that after Key has this from Granger. Yeah, I, I do got some from Granger, but I also took a look at Jay in that center box, mm-hmm. and his color is a little off, so we might want to adjust. That. We got we to calibrate. Yeah, he looks a little between. A little light. He's like between me and you. you dim not as dark as me and not as light oh. as you. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two. Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! 
Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn J. Will Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn in for Max. And again on the Dr. Pepper call in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We ask the question, do you trust that your team's head coach-quarterback combo can deliver a Super Bowl? And if you do, tell us why. If you don't, tell us why. Now we get on to take your pick. And Take Your Pick is brought to you by Napa. At Napa, when it comes to serving you, their motor never quits. From next-day delivery and curbside pickup to getting involved in local communities, that's the Napa know-how. All right, Take Your Pick starts tonight, Thursday night football. Mac Jones versus Matt Ryan. Take your pick. I'm going to take Mac Jones. I'm going to take Mac Jones. Was that that a horse? (laughs) Well, it's like almost something got stuck in my throat. Peter Brady? Um, I'm going to take Mac Jones in this one. I think the way he's been playing, very efficient. He's doing exactly what they're asking him to do. 2001, Tom Brady-ish type position. And we'll be able to, in fact, we'll be able to talk to Tom Brady's former offensive coordinator coming up later on in Charlie Weiss, who coached Tom Brady in that Super Bowl and in that season. So I'm taking Mac Jones. You know, my, my freshman year at Duke, Coach K will always say to me, Jay, just take what the game gives you. And when I see Mac Jones, I realize that he's just, he's taking what the game reveals to him. He's not trying to make incredible plays. He does get a lather. I'm going to take Mac Jones in this one, obviously over Matt Ryan. I mean, I agree with you both. Hate to say it. Matt Ryan needs is at home. Mac Jones is on the road. He is, still is a rookie. I'd like to take Matt Ryan, but I know obviously Mac Jones because his team is just better. And it's not and this is not even about the statistical side of it. It's more about the team winning and doing what they need to do right. to win the game. But like Matt Ryan has to perform to help his team win. Mac Jones just has to not not yeah, exactly. Drive, just drive stay the on the road. Alan, the question is, when do we start giving Mac Jones love? Because I feel like we always just, well, it's a byproduct of the system and Bill Belichick. Because it like, is. When does that start? But, to, but, I understand. But, 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 it but is, when though, does it Jay. slightly shift a it, little it, bit? You got a, you got a few years, man. Yeah, it doesn't. Just what, why can't why can't he just what? It's there's nothing wrong with being <laughs> got, a rookie who's yeah. just doing the job. Yeah, I hear you, man. It's hard. It's hard to be a rookie. It's hard to be a rookie and just do the job at a high level. You know when he'll get his credit? It is hard to do that. He's gonna get his credit when he wins Rookie of the Year. 
that, he'll, that's he'll, when he'll, he'll get, get his credit. He'll get his credit in a couple years. Yeah. It's win, fine. Win the Super Bowl. He'll yeah, it's fine. Then. He'll get his Make credit. The playoffs. I mean, Tom get Brady that. won a Super Bowl in his second year and didn't even get credit for it. So yeah, it's 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 okay, Jay. Everything ain't gotta be credit, man. You just... I know. I'm just saying we give Justin Herbert credit. We're giving Justin Fields credit. Oh, speaking just... of Justin Fields, Justin Fields, Lamar Jackson, take your pick. Mm. Well, uh, <laughs> I am going to take. Justin Fields in this situation. Ooh. What? I think you look at the Baltimore Ravens secondary. You look at what the way that they've struggled over the last couple of weeks on the defensive side of the ball and the way that this young man has performed as the quarterback spot over the last couple of weeks. Now, the MVP type guy in Lamar Jackson is going to have a terrific game, probably most likely. But in the end, Justin Fields is going to wow a lot of individuals playing against this Baltimore Ravens defense. You watch what I tell you, huh? I'm curious to see also how the if the Bears defense take a take anything from what the Dolphins did and really mess with Lamar Jackson even more, or will they be able to adjust because that was a short week? Um, but you have to go with Lamar here. Yes, no, you have to go Justin with Lamar. Fields yes. is figuring it out. I'm going to go with Lamar. I'm with you, Allen. Doesn't uh, mean they not going. Doesn't mean Baltimore won't win, Jay. Yeah. What, what do I, you, okay. All right. I, so wait. What, we're picking kinda, the quarterback, that, not the game. Game, yeah. I'm sticking with I, Lamar. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Lamar. I just them getting Latavius Murray back. We'll see about that defense stepping up. Key, I'm with you. It'll be interesting to see what Justin Fields does against that secondary. It's just hard for me to believe that Lamar Jackson is going to have two weeks where it's just not going to be at a high level. It's hard for me to believe. More on this game with Tom Waddle, 7:45 Eastern. Woo! Look at that throw, though. Another good segue, Evan. Well done. Two in a row. Let's go. Two. Cam Newton. Taylor Heineke. Remember, Cam, if he starts, it's against Ron Rivera, his old coach. Cam or Taylor? Take your pick. I'm taking Superman. Uh, I'm taking Cam Newton. I think he he found his back cave again in Carolina, and, and he certainly is excited. He's happy to play the, the plays that he made last week, which is a, a, you know, a couple plays and a, and a few snaps there for the Carolina Panthers. Certainly gives me the positive vibes that – the Carolina Panthers team has rallied around Cam Newton once again because he brings something to a team that very few can, which is brightening things up when everything seems to be all gloom and doom. And here's another caveat for you, just so that you know in this situation here with the Carolina Panthers. They're sitting currently at 5-5. Five and five. Mm-hmm. They're seventh seed, if the, as we like to say, if the season ended today, right. they'd be the seventh seed. Yes. But that's not it. They have the Washington football team, no Chase Young. I'm betting that he wins that game. They have the Miami Dolphins. I'm betting he wins that game. They have the Atlanta Falcons. I'm betting he has this wins is their that pocket game. Pocket of the schedule. They mm-hmm. now could be eight and five. Okay, Tampa Bay Buccaneers don't look great. They don't look great. They're two games either. ahead of them right now, mm-hmm. but they play them twice, and they still got the Carolina. I mean, they still got the New Orleans Saints again that they beat already. I'm just saying. All I'm saying is be careful. All you're saying is let's now anticipate what Cam can do. And I'll tell you what, this game being at home also makes me feel like heavily favored to Cam Newton, feeding off a crowd now that will, you know, already saw him show up, get it done. So now you start buying in. Absolutely, Cam Newton, Jay. Yeah, I'm with you on Cam Newton. Plus, you wonder for WFT if there's going to be a letdown after beating the Bucks. But Panthers, more firepower offensively, more formidable defense. I, it's going to be hard for me to go against Cam in this one. There's a playoff rematch this week that I don't think anybody's talking about. It's the Bills and the Colts. Josh Allen, Carson Wentz, take your pick. I'm going to take 
I think I'm going to take Carson Wentz in this situation, and here's why I'm going to take Carson Wentz. is because Jonathan Taylor, they run the football. They do, they do some of the best things in terms of running the football with Jonathan Taylor. As Frank Wright said when we had him on the show a couple weeks ago, Jonathan Taylor is the reason that, that Carson Wentz is having a good season because when you run the football and you play action pass and you allow guys like Michael Pittman to get one-on-one coverages, he can be dangerous. And I think that that is where Carson Wentz is. Michael Pittman Jr. dominating as a young wide receiver in the National Football League. Jonathan Taylor running the football. The offensive line double teaming guys and scooping, getting up to the second wave of defender. This offense running the football can be very dangerous. So it's going to be important for the Buffalo Bills front seven to put a stop to it. Yeah, and this is going to be one of those trenches games played up in Buffalo. So for Josh Allen, too, he might have to use his legs a lot more in this game as well. So do you I'm going with Josh Allen though in this one because you if you're the Bills, you have urgency, Jay. You see yes. the Patriots, yes. you know what's going on with this team. You'll already know what they did on Thursday night when you play your game on Sunday. A lot of urgency in Buffalo, you're home. This is a big game for them. But also it's a rally cuz you see the Chiefs too, Allen. Right? You see the Chiefs starting to respond. Nice. You're like, Fair point. yo, wait, we need to respond. Yep. Like, this is a big game for Josh Allen and company. And look, Stephon Diggs had a huge coming out party against the Jets. Thank you, Evan. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Allen, for your Jets. I appreciate that for my bills. But th- I'm, huh? sick. I'm, I'm going with the bills here in this one, man, just because I feel like they need it more than ever. They need to respond, and they need a huge offensive explosion. Totally unnecessary. Really? Totally just unnecessary, unnecessary shot there. Un- Boy, and just, by the I way, said, thank my you guys. bills. We're having a rough time. Joe Flacco's our quarterback. What's this? My just... bills. What's that? I mean, I just been on the bills the whole year. That's mm. why I'm, I'm I'm claiming them. That's yeah. all. My bills, his Titans. You know, Yo, I, I didn't Yo say Nets. my Titans. What are, what are I'm just team? trying to fight for the Titans to get some respect <laughs> from Keyshawn. What, are, what, That's what all. other team you got? You got. You 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 got the. Arizona well, I've been with the Cardinals. Bills all years. No, 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 no. You got the I can talk for Titans. myself. I can talk for myself. He's Thank got you, a lot Keith. of teams that won't win the Super Bowl. Let's move on to two. <laughs> Evan, and your team. When's the last time your team won the Super Bowl? Eh? 1969. There you go. Okay. Yeah, let's go. All right, Joe Burrow, Derek Carr, take your pick. <laughs> I'm gonna take Derek Carr in this situation. I think the Cincinnati Bengals are Cincinnati and get again. Oh, They're no. going all the way oh. to Las Vegas. They're starting to show that they. You know, here's what we did. We fell in love with the Bengals when they popped the Ravens. We went nuts. Ah! But everybody forgot <laughs> that they that lost to the damn Jets. Okay? And we went crazy with Jamar Chase catching balls and running down the field. Rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, that's cool. They're ahead of schedule. Not saying they won't be good in the future, but right now, I think they're ahead of schedule. And we're starting to see things start to unravel a little bit for them. And when you're a young football team and a young head coach, how do you get that back so that your team can stay on track? The Raiders have to have this game in order to stay in contention to win the division and get into the playoffs. Hold on, Han. He said that they're starting to Cincinnati bingle it again. Do you mean the Raiders are starting to Raider it again? I mean, this is what the Raiders do. They always start off hot, and then all of a sudden midseason, they drop off, losing two in a row. We saw that last week where they become one-dimensional. That's been an ongoing thing with them. It forced Derek Carr to throw the ball a ton. That's how teams have been able to figure them out. I'm going to go with the Bengals in this one. I think the Bengals are going to get a big win. I'll tell you what. The Raiders, we're going to find out if last week against the Chiefs was with Chiefs 
or the Raiders? Exactly. Right? Were the Chiefs, is that the Chiefs being the Chiefs, or was the Raiders the one that just did not show up? Absolutely. Another but, Alan, was that game, the Giants the being the Giants, Alan? Because the Giants got them before that? Yeah, well, like I said, we're going to find out. And all, for all the reasons that we're pointing out, too, another urgency game for them. And you're home. You know, this is a big game. for. I think it's a huge game for Derek Carr as well. Absolutely. And you saw how he was after that game. And he played well and, against Kansas City. He didn't play bad. Right, but you could see the frustration on his face about Absolutely. how things went. I'm going with Derek Carr. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> yeah, a couple of guys we look to take shots down the field. Kirk Cousins, Aaron Rodgers. Take your pick. Well, Jay wants to take shots. I'm going to take a shot here. I'm going with Kirk Cousins in this football game. He is, he is at home, and he has some weapons in Thielen as well as Jefferson and Dalvin Cook in the backfield. And he is when he is in that stadium in Minnesota, he is a different animal. And I like the fact that Green Bay's defense has played slightly better. But when you have the weapons, this offense in Minnesota is a lot like the Dallas Cowboys. Just think about it. A quarterback that can deliver the football, receivers that can get open, a running back that's extremely dangerous, an offensive line that can not only pass protect, but also run block. So it'll be interesting. I know we love A-Rod and all those sort of things, but I think Kirk Cousins will just have a better game than Aaron Rodgers. Not that Aaron Rodgers won't light it up. Cousins just has a better game. I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers here, but key – I mean, every time I see the Vikings play, it's like, all right, that three-point loss to the Ravens, that four-point loss to the Cowboys, that one-touchdown loss to the Browns, that one-point loss to the Cardinals, that three-point loss to the Bengals. Like, they're always in the game. If a couple of plays go their way, we could be talking about the Vikings in a completely different conversation. I might lean with you, but I'm still going to go with Aaron Rodgers. Remember, this is about the quarterback and not the team winning the game. So it's picking the quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is going to have a good game. I just think Kirk Cousins is going to have a better game. Now, I, I took a minute because I wanted to check because I actually feel like the Vikings have not been great at home this year, and, and Cousins hasn't either, and it's right. He's better on the road. In fact, he has twice as many touchdowns on the road than he does at home. Ooh. And – and also, his only two interceptions are Bay? at home. No, 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 just this season. They have been a weird team. This they season. have been a team that they find, there's been finding ways to lose, which has been, and they, they were always in a close game. I don't think they've lost, is it seven points? I don't think they've lost a game by seven points. No, right? they, 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 every game. Close, close games. So, so to me, that favors Aaron Rodgers. I'll take Aaron Rodgers. All right, last one, the game of the week. Dak Prescott, Patrick Mahomes, take your pick. <laughs> Let's go, Key. Mm. Ooh, it's tough. I'm going to take. Why is this game at four o'clock? By the way, Patrick Mahomes in this situation. Mm. I think when you look at his performance last week against the Raiders, the Raiders did a lot of things in the secondary that allowed him to be himself. A lot of cover three, not a lot of man to man. Didn't do those sort of things. Well, the Dallas Cowboys are going to be missing. I think they're. I think. They're going to be missing uh, one of their interior linemen on the defensive side of the ball. Michael Parsons, you've got to figure out what to do with him. They only got one true corner in Stephon Diggs, who's a peaky, sneaky looker. Double moves get him all the time. Uh, he's a what? Peaky, sneaky a, looker. A, a peaky, peaky, sneaky Trayvon, looker. What did I say, Stephon? <laughs> J- 
Jay, I always a, say Stefan. He's a he's Trayvon. A key. I just <laughs> always say what Stephon. the hell is a peaky sneaky looker? What is looker? that? Well, that's a guy who's always looking and peeking in the backfield when the snap of the ball comes, and when you double move him like the like Tyreek Hill <laughs> and and Patrick Mahomes likes to do, he's susceptible to getting hit over the top on a six pack, which is a touchdown, Jay. So mm. six-pack touchdown, sneaky peeky, looking, the guy double moves him, he bites, you go up the rail, touchdown. That's it sounds it like I'm having a completely different night than the one that you're explaining with sneaky peeky. Oh, God. A, what? Jesus. I don't know where you're going. Um, <laughs> do I have to pick one on this one, guys? Do I have to pick of one? Can I do. just Can I just be a fan and sit no. back and enjoy this one? No, you have, you have to pick one. Let's All right. Go. I'm going to go with Dak, man. I, I, think, I think this is a – Huge signature game opportunity for the Cowboys. I, still fighting for that NFC number one spot. I, I, I think this is, you know, we, we talk a lot about this team and their defense and how their defense has improved. This is a huge opportunity considering the win that the Chiefs just came off last week for this Dallas defense to show that they are top-tier defense to help this offense win a Super Bowl. I'll tell you what, I'm going with Mahomes. Why? Arrowhead. And also, that defense that we've been giving a lot of credit to this year has injury after injury now. It's starting to mount up. It's going to impact them in some way, and Mahomes will find a way in this game. It's a hugely important game for both teams, obviously, but at home, you go with Mahomes. Sneaky peeky. Sneaky peeky. Sneaky peeky looker. And a six-pack and a... I don't yeah. know what kind of like, uh, That you, sounds you, like you're making an accusation. No, man, stop, man. The dude is <laughs> the dude peaks a lot. Is that better for y'all? What? Uh, no, what? that's that's Whoa, worse. Crazy. That's worse. Oh crazy. God, it's Disney early in the morning. Hey, Let's crazy. go move along. Double moves get him every single time. Whoa, freezing. <laughs> All right, Jay. Well, I'll tell you what, though. I just said what I said about that game, though, guys. That's what you I, I want to ask. Back up out of your camera. I want. He's really you're aggressively. Yes, yeah, your yeah, head is like your head is really your setup key. And your head is really large. <laughs> Who is this game more important to, the Chiefs or the Cowboys? Like, like, like when you look at the standings, it's important to both, right? But they're different. Obviously, it is this no, late in the season. Th- but it's important to both, of course, for different reasons. <laughs> I get him, Alan. Huh? Thank you, Captain Obvious. Yes, That's no, for different reasons. So when you say more important, it depends on how you look at it, and I'm like. Captain Obvious, because in order for Kansas City to win the division, Mm -hmm. they've got to win this game because the division is so jam-packed. Even the damn Denver Broncos is right there, the division. Everybody has, I believe, five five wins. Five and four, five and four, five and three, or something like that. So they've got to have it to get in front of everybody because they started so slow. The Dallas Cowboys have to have it because it's important for the first round bye. They're going to win the division. Oh, right? The Giants, all 100%. them dudes, they're going to win the division. Yeah, that's six wins. So in order to get a first round bye and stay in contention for that, they can't afford to lose to Kansas City because there's only one bye. If there was two, it's like, okay, whatever. Right, right. But because there's only one bye, the importance for teams to get that bye, which I love that there's only one because that means everybody's going to continue to compete at a high level yep. all the damn time. Mm-hmm. They've got to go into Arrowhead and figure out how to come out of there with the W, that's why it's important for them. What I would also say is, if for whatever reason Kansas City loses this game, doesn't it doesn't derail them? It just hurts them because the Raiders might Raider, the Chargers may continue to charge, and then Denver <laughs> may decide to Denver it, and now you're right back in the same spot that you were in. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, Jay, would you agree with that? That for Dallas, because of that number one seed, that by this is a more critical game for them? 
is this a better distance for you, Key, <laughs> for me to the camera? I just want to make sure that my nose isn't pressed against the camera. Well, if you could get closer to, to the your microphone, mic. Though, sir. It, so now I'm, I'm going to hold the mic. Is that better? Yes. Is everything good? It, do, it does look better, but you got to figure out when you get a chance doing a break, you probably should figure out how to slide the mic a little off <laughs> and forward. It, 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 yeah, that's what I'm you're holding the do. mic with my this hands. Is... It's off the desk. Oh, yeah, you need to redo your whole room because – Anybody listening on radio, just if you could get to to TV and see this. All right, go ahead, Jay. I, I'm with you, Key. I'll go with I'll go with the Cowboys on this one, just because I think that um, I, feel like I got 3D glasses on. You're you were the worst. You were the worst. You can't even let me get through my damn point. What is wrong with you? I feel big brother. You see it, Alan? Yes. Not touching you. Yeah. Not touching That's you. That's what's going on here, yes. children. Please. Let's, let's, let's go to break. We'll talk about this. No, no, later. no. We, we do have a little more time. We do have some calls to get to on the Dr. Pepper call in line. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We're asking, do you trust your team's head coach quarterback combo to deliver a Super Bowl and why? Yeah, let's go to Corey in L.A. real quick. Corey. Uh, yeah, what's up, man? Uh, I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. and uh, I trust my quarterback and my coach. Just because I think Dak is playing better than any quarterback in the league. Mm-hmm. And Mike McCarthy, he had a few blunders early on in the season with the clock management, but every week you see him getting better. And hey, um, only 34 head coaches have won a Super Bowl, and he's one of them. Hey, Corey, you still there? Yes. So you said he yeah, had I'm a here. few few blunders with the clock. Did they lose those games? Uh oh, triggered. Nah, they, they Oh, they, okay, they, all right, <laughs> all right. Take it home and be happy. Thank all you, Corey. Right. All right, let's go to Adam in Ohio. Yeah, basically, Mac Jones and Bill Belichick been there before. Bill Belichick's been there many times. Their D's are on point in New England. Wrong game's getting there, especially Damian Harris to come back. One thing in New England, they do their job. One aspect, they've always uh, made sure people do their job and they groom players. Walker, Edelman, Amendola, Hogan, they've groomed them in the past to be the players that they need. Unlike Cleveland having to purchase players to go in there and win with Baker Mayfield, or Brady Quinn, whatever. Okay. Well, right. yeah, you I didn't have to take that yeah, shot, but all right. Yeah, didn't huh? have well, to he, do that. Adam, Adam well, is he's right, though. He, he's totally right about Belichick as a veteran coach mm-hmm. and a young guy and Mac Jones doing the job that they're asking him to do. We've seen and, this before is what you're saying, right? Absolutely. So, so, the, so the fact that there's demonstrated performance tells you that I should have confidence in this happening and, again. And, and you should have the confidence because the moment that they made the switch from Cam Newton to Mac Jones. I knew exactly what they were thinking of and how they were going to do things. Right. Can it happen? Yeah, it can. That's a scary thing. But so the rest of that one, roster tells you it could happen. Yeah, because all you got to do is get in the playoffs. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. just because one team does it one way with Bill Belichick doesn't mean that Cleveland can't do it another way and be successful. It's just going to have to be different than obviously what, what Bill has been uh, It starts do. with that trust at those two positions. And right now, at least one fan has trust in them. Do you have trust in your team's head coach-quarterback combo that they can deliver a Super Bowl? And you have to tell us why. We'll continue with your call, certainly, on that. But coming up, a two-time MVP that isn't a must-watch? We'll discuss next. KJ and Max, ESPN Radio, ESPN. G-Sean, J-Will, and Max, the podcast.